0: and hello and welcome everyone to the comic multiverse where the worlds of nerd meet matt it's saturday night we're back here again with all of our friends it's the cold of winter for me so i guess it's the heat of summer for you oh boy is it ever yeah is it a scorcher there in the land down under
1: i haven't i haven't actually been outside today but i know yesterday was really fucking hot and i imagine today is as well I, uh, I was watching that uh,
0: new Michael Cusack show, Koala Man, so I feel mm-hmm. I have a much better understanding now of Australian culture than I did previously, because that show is like the most inside baseball show, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where I'm like, oh my god, they actually let him make this show and just <laughs> fill it. It's it's basically, it's almost like the Australian letter, Kenny, where it's like, you're not going to understand half of this if yeah. you're not
1: from here. Exactly, yeah, yeah. There's so many uh, in-jokes in it. Mm-hmm. I yeah.
0: learned so many things you guys call trades tradies
1: yes yes we do
0: you love to shorten things yes
1: oh it makes it easier
0: it does dapdo a real place <laughs> which just sounds hilarious dapdo <laughs> what, what are some other things about that show that made me laugh that I didn't know about before oh service stations servos yep love it love everything about it
1: yeah we don't call them gas stations sometimes we call them petrol stations but yes yeah, ser- mm. servo yeah if you're going down to the servo you're going to you if you say you're going down to the servo more often than not it's not to get gas it's to get like food <laughs>
0: there you go of course the the thing that got me too is the ketchup versus tomato sauce versus bolognese thing mhm mhm because there's actually a fair amount of like Italian uh influence in your cuisine mm-hmm. and everything too. So you got all these different names for stuff like man you, you guys are playing on hard mode for everyone thought it was difficult between french fries, chips and crisps. The Australians have it on a whole other level. Yeah,
1: and it, and here it's completely adorable. So, like it's it's not hard mode for me. It's it's easy mode.
0: It's it's easy mode, it's easy man. Mode. I was bo- I was bored in it. <laughs> <laughs> you only embraced the funny names for things <laughs> they're normal to me Ah, <laughs> uh, good stuff uh, also the other funny thing about koala man where it's like oh geez who's the mystery villain well in a show filled with australian actors i bet it's the one new Zealander.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: and it was <laughs> <coughs> funny stuff so how's your week been matt i had a real eventful day today myself
1: yeah, no, mine, mine's been pretty chill. I've been uh, just making my way through Hogwarts Legacy. Hmm.
0: I've uh, been making my way through Ragnarok is what I've mm. been doing because I finally got the PlayStation 5. Man, that game is massive. Every time I'm like, oh, well, I must be mm-hmm. reaching the end, right? Oh, I mean, you know, surely this is going to be an right. act break. Nope,
1: keeps going. Yeah, it keeps going, keeps going, and then it'll start introducing new mechanics as well, like when oh, you get yeah. into, like the last act of it as well, yeah.
0: I couldn't believe that because i kept like passing chests and everything there too and i'm just like oh i can't get that yet oh shit i'll actually have a reason to come back here okay
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: i just fought one of those berserker super bosses Well, i will say i actually enjoy the berserker super bosses more than i liked the valkyries
1: oh some of them are like some of them are like oh fuck this this is so fucking frustrating like fuck this boss there's one there's ones that you fight them a little later on just because they're in areas you can't access to later on. And it's done that for a reason because it's like, Oh, and now there are three of them attacking you at once. Oh, and, and, shit, and it's yeah. like, Oh, here's the, here's the, the actual boss of those bosses. And he uses mm. all of their attacks and uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. And there is Valkyrie still though. Yes, I know.
0: Yeah. I, I saw a couple of them. I'm at the point now where, uh, Atreus actually goes to, uh, what actually goes to Asgard. Asgard, man? Yeah. Man, I didn't think it would be so fun to play as Atreus. I think the game really mm. nailed that, where it's like, man, we better make Atreus fun to play, or people are going to fucking hate him. Yeah, no,
1: he's really great. I like, I like how different he is from uh, Kratos's very kind of slow, you know, axe, you mm-hmm. know, heavy attacks and everything. He's very fast with his little bow that he uses as like a sword as well, or like a club. Yes,
0: and then he gets a sword. He gets the goddamn mm. singing sword. Yeah. I couldn't believe that. I'm like, oh shit, he gets a sword that does his co-op moves for him because Thor can't be fucked.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Thor, Thor hates him.
0: Thor hates him so much and cannot be bothered. His daughter's cool as shit, though.
1: Yeah, I like his daughter.
0: I like when they give you the option where it's like, would you like to continue the story or would you like to walk around a little bit with Thor's daughter? I'm like, obviously I'd like to walk around with Thor's daughter a little (laughs) bit, duh. (laughs) She's the only one who doesn't hate me here. Well, I mean, she stuck a sword in my face, but you know, I mean, that's normal. (laughs) She's the one who doesn't seem like a full-on psycho.
1: No, no, she's not. She's not. She's very (laughs) level-headed.
0: Yeah. How, how cool is Odin in that game too, that they basically write him like this Penny Annie gangster shaking down the realms for knowledge.
1: I, yeah. Odin, uh, like we talked about him a a while back, but yeah, like I like how different Odin is compared to like what we usually see of Odin.
0: He's a total inverse of Zeus from the Greek trilogy. And I love that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's just, yeah. Like a, like a mafia boss, like businessman.
0: Yeah. Where Zeus is like, oh, look at me in my shiny tower. Look at me. Look how great I am. Look on my wonders. Odin lives in, like, a really simple house, and he's got, like, a dirty office and shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. And he's got, like, just, like, a simple little robe and everything, and...
0: Yeah. It's great. But you but you know he's not to be fucked with because he like verbally abuses guys like heimdall and thor who we've seen like break the goddamn world and it's like shit if he's if they're that tough how tough is he and,
1: and it's the old simpsons thing where it's like oh the little guy hasn't done anything yet thing yet
0: really oh and when he brings out his cane and i'm like oh that's his spear but he's just using it as a cane oh shit <laughs> that's fucking wild <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. I I could talk forever about Ragnarok. It's really solid. But uh, should we get into the news, Matt? We actually have some news. Yeah. Uh, So first up, in the realm of comic books, and this one really surprised the shit out of me. I didn't see this one coming. Uh, G. Will Wilson's Poison Ivy series is going to be becoming an ongoing, which I think Mm. tells us everything we need to know about how good it is and why I feel like I should probably start reading it.
1: Yeah, no, it... um... I, I think again I think it was like fan uh like outcry and everything on like social media and everything and Mm. like obviously people buying up the issues and everything really really sold it as as something that should be more than a mini series
0: well it's basically unprecedented because it started as a six issue mini Mm -hmm. then they got six more added to it which happens sometimes Uh, that wonder twin books you really like uh got added six issues to it and then after those six issues were done they're like hey you know what it's just gonna be an ongoing now and i'm like wow i don't think i've ever seen that happen yep I'm, I'm really excited about it it's also good to know that g Willow wilson is back in the comic game i read her uh Catwoman one bad day book and it was fine but if this poison ivy book is good enough and has a huge enough fan following that they're able to actually turn it into an ongoing then it's gotta be something special
1: yeah you have to wonder as well because like obviously when it was a mini you have to assume that like oh it's probably won't affect like main continuity all that much you know so now that it's an ongoing are they just gonna like now shift whatever they will assume planning to do with poison ivy and those characters is the harley book still going on right now because i know harley's a big part of the
0: poison ivy book apparently
1: i don't actually know that
0: because if so then you're kind of getting a two for one and also Mm. it clearly must be good with them like making her a hero and making her the lead character because poison ivy is one of the few characters along with harley and along with the joker who didn't get a one more uh, or one bad day tie-in
1: yeah that's true
0: because most of those stories are like how do we make them heroes in the poison ivy books like shit i've been here for a minute doing that <laughs> can't do what i've already done <laughs> But yeah, I will definitely have to check that out now. I think this is the thing to finally sell me on it. Like, I always thought like, oh, that must be good. But mm-hmm. now that it went from mini to extended mini to ongoing, I'm like, all oh, right, this must be great then. Yeah, it
1: must be pretty good.
0: Must be pretty great then. Now, something that might be great might not be. Who knows? Uh, the next big crossover event from Marvel to celebrate thirty years of Maximum Carnage is the brand new Symbiote crossover. Carnage
1: reigns. Yeah, yeah, it's the summer of symbiotes. Yeah, it's
0: the summer of symbiotes. It's like the <laughs> summer of George. You can't stop it.
1: Now, is this going to be written by the guys doing like Spider-Man currently, or just just going to be like Saladin Ahmed and and his crew? I,
0: Again, I missed it, but I'm pretty sure it's probably going to be the guys who are doing the current Carnage book because it's going to mm-hmm. cross over the current Carnage book, the Miles book from Cody Zigler that is kicking ass and is really good right now. Mm-hmm. And I think the Red Goblin book that also came out this week, I didn't get a chance to read that or Gold Goblin. I really wanted to. the harley quinn valentine's day special came out and really slowed me up but yeah i think it's gonna tie all those books together cool cool
1: so so the The, good the good side of like the spider-man universe
0: yeah did you ever think we would say that where it's like oh good peter's sitting this one out he can't stink up the joint
1: (laughs) well it's like even if he was in it he probably would still be sitting it out because isn't isn't that the whole thing with dark web yeah it's a spider-man book where he's he's barely in it (laughs)
0: spider-man he just shows up he's in dirty track pants eating a big submarine sandwich. okay miles you got this <laughs> lom, lom,
1: lom, lom.
0: watch on your right now i i love the idea that this was carnage's call because it's carnage's event i'm spread my evil throughout the universe no not you peter you're not invited you don't get to come
1: yeah yeah, yeah. See, I, i'm done with you done with you <laughs> yeah but miles though i hear you're doing
0: great things i hear you're doing really big things <laughs> over here let's hang out dog <laughs> Also, hey, are they going to pick up on that thing left over from the Venom book, where the Maker used a symbiote to get back to the Ultimate Universe and everything? Is that going to come back
1: at some but, point? Again, that feels like like something that's going to be woven into whatever the fuck Donny Cates is like, do, like we like with the Thanos and and like all the stuff because that was that was him who who sort of hinted at that, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, i yeah. Uh, i keep I keep waiting for the other shoe to drop with the whole symbiote thing. I will admit the cover for carnage range is actually pretty solid. It's miles and his mask is all torn up and carnage is at the side looking all gross and drippy. Like he does. Yeah. I never thought I'd be excited for a carnage story, but the miles book is good. I guess the carnage book is good. I don't hear anyone talk about it, but it's good enough to justify a, justify a whole big crossover to spin out of it. Yeah. So I guess there must be something going on there. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I remember i picked up like the zero issue and they implied that it might not have been cletus cassidy who was going to be carnage in this that it was like some Ooh. abused little girl who got the carnage symbiote but then i like breezed through issue number one it's like oh no that was a fluke it is cletus again uh, <laughs>
1: okay i i liked the i, I liked the idea because like at the end of like uh king black and all the stuff that donny case was doing didn't cletus like like he was dead basically
0: yes but then he was a villain over in the flash venom book that short-lived oh, miniseries okay. okay he was he was there and they said the same thing but we killed you cletus yes but i exist within like the symbiote network or whatever <laughs> okay. or some shit. basically you can't kill me i'm too popular and we're not going to invent any new symbiote villains. so it's always me shut up yeah that's true i'm okay with that i'm okay with carnage basically being like a cockroach of the freaking you know comic universe or as the chat says a slasher villain he's jason Voorhees. he's michael myers he never coming
1: back yeah yeah
0: he never stay dead he keeps coming back forever and today but yeah so there you go everyone we're celebrating 30 years of maximum carnage (laughs) Uh, But that's not the only Spider-Man news we got this week. Uh, This one blew my mind, and I'm sure you heard it too, Matt. Apparently Amazon is working on a Spider-Man noir series. It's going to be live action.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That
0: shit's wild. And then I'm also reminded, wait, weren't you guys also working on a silk show? What happened to the silk show you guys were working on? Yeah,
1: just cancel that silk show and just do this
0: yeah just do this instead i feel like more people would be into this yeah also hey i know you didn't get nicholas cage back for the new spider verse movie but can we get uh, live action nicholas cage back for this show <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, you know a- he's a bit too old isn't he
0: i guess but then you know what uh spider man noir wears a mask so he'll just never take it off yeah that's true <laughs> just never take it off or we'll, we'll do what we do with brendan Fraser and robot man he just provides the voice mm-hmm mm. He'll just do the voice. That'd be fun. Yeah. (laughs) I like to burn matches and let them burn down to my fingertips just so I can feel something. (laughs) The wind and it smells like rain. I just want more isms like that. (laughs) That's my question too. If we do get a Spider-Man noir show, are they going to play it for laughs like Spider-Verse did, aka the version that most people are probably aware of now because of the animated movie? Or are they going to actually try and play it serious like the book?
1: Depends who's behind it. Because if... Well, I, again, like depending on who's behind it, it could be played like that movie where it's like, like a sort of like parody of like, like crime detectives and stuff. Or you've got people who will just like, oh, we'll just make a crime detective show, but it's like the characters, like a Spider-Man.
0: Now, here's the thing, too. uh, You said who's going to be in charge of it. If I am not mistaken, it's still Lord Miller because they were put in charge by Sony of all of their Spider-related projects, including this.
1: Cool, cool.
0: So if they played him as a parody, chances are they might play him as a parody again. Also, are they going to keep the gimmick from the Spider-Verse animated movie where that world exists entirely in black and white, or will we actually see color?
1: (laughs) Mm, that's interesting
0: because again i think it could be very artistic if you just straight up sin city'd it and only important things were in color
1: that would be pretty cool i like what they i i kind of hope they do the 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 parody but i do like that most recent spider-man noir series which it was it it was it was literally just indiana jones
0: yeah there's a lot of fun places you can do with it a lot of great genre spoofs and a lot of genre stuff that i think amazon could really fill the void in because people aren't really getting it nowhere else at the moment no 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 I think there's a lot of places you could go. That also, because it's another universe and your own Spider-Man, you can introduce your own Vultures and Mysterios and Green Goblins, mm. and you can do your own and, shit with it, and it be completely fine and not step on the toes of anything else.
1: Yeah, we need more like detective Neo Noir stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah, oh, speaking of which, I, I'm not sure, have you seen like what's been happening with like Dick Tracy recently?
0: Like no, you know, you know, you know, you know
1: the, the character Dick Tracy
0: yeah of course the famous uh comic book serial yeah
1: so like so in the 90s they had that movie where warren Beatty played him and warren had to buy the rights to to make that movie and he took his rights to to, to disney and everything and made the movie but since then he's owned the rights and every couple of years to keep a hold of the rights he basically shits out like like he did one he did one just this weekend and he did one back in 2007 2008 Mm -hmm. where like he just dresses up as Dick Tracy and acts in character being interviewed by Richard Moulton. We, what? How like, have they ever heard about ju- that? Just to keep a hold of the rights so no one else can make uh dick tracy related uh movies or tv shows
0: yeah wow that i guess that answers a question why did they never try and do dick tracy yeah. again when comic books became the most dominant genre yeah. wow
1: no i just learned about that this weekend because i actually had the thought like hey yeah where's there no like dick tracy or like things related to that and like oh well this is the reason why warren Beatty's just like holding on to those rights for dear life
0: I mean, Christ! Even the specter or the spirit got like a kick at the can. Mm, yeah, you know why not Dick Tracy? Dick Tracy was as popular, if not arguably more popular, in yeah. its day than the spirit. It's it's the progenitor of the film noir. You know, yeah. a hard-bitten detective talks to themselves, colorful villains.
1: But no, Warren Beatty just holding on to the rights and doing zoom calls with people from TCM. Yeah, that's crazy
0: that you can do that. But then again, yeah. that's Hollywood. Why do you think they kept Getting out bad x-men and fantastic four movies every so often just so they could hang on to the rights
1: yeah he's just basically doing the bare minimum that the courts will allow him to get away with just to hold these rights it's it's insane
0: <laughs> again i'm no copyright lawyer but that seems like you shouldn't be allowed to do that
1: i was thinking that too i was thinking there should be like a minimum like okay you need to have spent x amount it needs to be in theaters for x amount of time Mm
0: -hmm. or something
1: or like a certain number of people need to have seen it or something
0: you, you, you actually managed to back into something really interesting there. The fact is of what I do know of copyright law, yes, there are rules like that. They're just incredibly easy to cheat. Yeah. You just yeah. you just need to have it like in one theater for X amount of days. Doesn't even matter if anyone sees it. You just need to have it in one theater and that technically counts as you tried and you technically get to catch or get to hold on to the rights. And you're probably thinking to yourself, well, geez, Dick Tracy's so old. Shouldn't it have fallen into the public domain forever ago? Yeah, it should have but like most things that are old like superman and mickey mouse and what have you those companies have lawyers and people who go pay lobbyists to change laws to make it so like mickey mouse should have fallen into the public domain forever ago but Mm -hmm. never did because disney is able to keep paying to keep extending the copyright long past what they should have and that's
1: that's literally what warren is doing here where he just where he's just like holding onto the rights and just making the bare minimum of like what what needs to needs to happen for him to keep those rights that's crazy Huh. yeah i i i, I don't know why like you wouldn't want like something like that to be a big popular thing you know
0: yeah, like, is he a super fan? Does he care so much? Because if it was me, I'd be like, yeah, just pay me and you can use it.
1: Honestly, from what, what I've, like, read and heard about, like, Warren he's B., a, I've, B it, it sounds like he's scared that someone's going to make, like, a better version than uh, his. Uh,
0: yeah, I guess so.
1: Yeah, yeah, he he seems like a very, like fragile person
0: individual that's that's fucking crazy yeah well shit everyone you can't say you didn't learn something watching the show this week
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i Uh, just i learned about that what yesterday when someone i just saw on twitter i'm like what the fuck is this is dick tracy what it's the same guy from the 90s what
0: Still, uh, Pat Sr. actually asked us, hey, how does splitting up the content been working for the channel? Glad you asked, Pat. It eh, not bad. Some do better than others. Obviously, our James Gunn thing, which was like 40 minutes long, which was basically a mini podcast in itself, did pretty good uh no one really cared about our ant-man thoughts though <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay because that only did as bad as the podcast did when we put it up and that was only like a couple minutes so you know it didn't stink up the airwaves for too long
1: yeah but no people really liked all that james gunn stuff and i had a hell of a time cutting that down because i'm like oh you know oh, we talked forever yeah i'm like oh it's it's gonna be like 10 minutes of it's like 40 minute you know uh video i had to cut down yeah it's it's insane
0: Yeah, we we could have cut that down into multiple things, too, but we didn't because we're like, fuck it. Just put it all together. It's what people want anyway. But uh, yeah, thank you, everyone who's been watching those and checking those out. And thank you, everyone who's been checking us out on the audio stream. Of course, if you're a patron, you get it all in one go and you get it quicker, too, because we don't got to make a version for YouTube when we're done. We literally try and put it up right when we're done. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So there's a good thing. Uh, what else we got going on here? Uh, more Amazon news. Amazon freaking dominated the news. They got that Spider-Man noir thing they're doing, but also, apparently they've ordered a Witches animated series from Scott Snyder, which is, of course, being his big horror series that he did while also doing Batman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy. I I read the first issue of Witches forever ago, and Mm. I'm like, oh, this is creepy, this is good, I should come back to this. I never did, but I knew it was like a big underground indie comics thing. Everybody loved Witches, and there was talks about making it a movie or a streaming series even back then. We're getting it, and it's going to be animated, and I love that Amazon is throwing so much money and muscle behind animation.
1: Well, everywhere else is fucking cancelling animation (laughs) left, right, and center. You know, Netflix just just dumping their their animation studios fucking uh hbo has taken off like almost everything anime re- anime or anime related uh except for velma of course yeah
0: of course yeah i am so goddamn mad at amc and that whole streaming service for what they did with pantheon an amazing first season with so many places to go they were done season two matt it was done and they're like yeah we're just gonna cancel the whole thing and take a tax write-off instead yeah it's it's fucked so absolutely fucked but and i never thought that you know i'd be you know uh, what is it championing amazon of all people for doing good but between what they're doing with invincible uh the the box machina show the critical role show their second season just came to an end this week and it's great
1: yeah yeah the the boys the little uh little oh diabolical. S- s- sports uh special season they had for that was great
0: it was very experimental they got a lot of great people on that yeah And it looks like they're going to keep up with it, too. It looks like they're going to keep doing more animated stuff. And I think Witches is a great place to go because we don't really have a lot of strong horror animated stuff, do we?
1: No, no, not really. I mean, I I guess it depends what you count as horror. True. Yeah. Yeah, But, but you know, not like like Witches is kind of like straight horror. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it's a good fit for it and I'll really be interested to see how people react to that. I think it's one of those things where people will watch that because it's on, enjoy it, and then be like, oh shit, this is based on a comic. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, more power to them. And also probably good for Scott Snyder too. I'm sure he made a nice little chunk of change off the back of that. Uh, yeah, That's the thing now. Everyone wanted a Netflix deal before. Now it's like, ooh, an Amazon deal, you say? Yeah, and he's
1: already like in with Amazon because he did all those like exclusive... Uh comicsology books
0: oh yeah that's right yeah i guess he is in good with them. yeah which probably this is you know one hand washing the other it's like hey did you love that witch's thing from snyder well we got some more books from him only exclusively on the amazon (laughs) so that probably helps Uh, Someone in the chat saying, is that Superman animated series still a thing? Yeah, that and the Batman one were kind of in a weird state of flux there. They they said they were coming. They just said they might not be coming on HBO Max. They might be going somewhere else.
1: Yeah, so I imagine maybe probably Netflix or – yeah. they're
0: they're they're shopping them around but then again this is also off the back too of james gunn saying that he's going to be doing his own animated stuff now and that it's all going to be connected yeah
1: well that i imagine again the superman batman stuff i imagine that would just be like relegated to elseworlds
0: you would hope so right you would hope that they would just make it happen but i don't know because we also heard too this week i didn't write this down but this is worth noting they canceled that keanu reeves constantine
1: sequel i was wondering what was going to happen with that
0: yeah, they canceled that because it's not part of the universe anymore. And also, well, yeah, no, duh. And also, they're probably going to want us to give us a new Constantine. And we're probably going to see them in the Swamp Thing show mm-hmm. or movie or whatever it, it ends up being. Exactly. Exactly. Because that's how Constantine debuted originally. And it only makes sense for Constantine to be like the post credit stinger or mm-hmm. the big Easter egg for the Swamp Thing movie.
1: Yep.
0: So, yeah that's what we got going on there i i hope uh batman cape crusader and uh what was it superman and uh jimmy olsen or what
1: was the superman show called i can't remember but i know it was going to be based around like like jimmy and lois and everything
0: yeah it was going to be like more of a workplace based superman Hmm. thing which i'm like oh that's different that's cool yeah yeah I, i hope those see the light of day but if they just silently canceled them i'd be like yeah all right yeah so weird though that we're in a day and age where it's like, oh yeah, we got a new Batman show from like Paul Dini and like all these amazing writers and you know Brubaker and Rucka and everything, and we're just eh, we're just gonna get rid of it. We're just, yeah, we're just decided not. Just gonna it. cancel it, yeah, yeah. Again, these companies they do not respect animation. <laughs> they don't respect it as an art form. They don't respect the viewers, and that is a heartbreaker. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't like it, Matt. I don't like it at all. <laughs> but you know what I do like. Uh, ant-man 4 is apparently already in discussion at marvel i know the new movie it comes out uh next week
1: uh yeah or this week this 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 coming week week for me yeah
0: yeah the 17th for me Mm -hmm. but you always get to see it a little earlier apparently it's tracking great already Mm -hmm. and i mean why shouldn't it be they've already basically sold it on being the biggest ant-man movie ever and the next important chapter
1: yeah it's the beginning of phase five
0: yeah, at the beginning of Phase 5, the next big important thing
1: mm-hmm.
0: in the MCU, so why shouldn't it be? Oh, excuse me, sorry, that's why I shouldn't drink on camera.
1: <laughs>
0: yes, why it shouldn't be the next big thing, and yeah, apparently they're already talking about 4.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was going to happen regardless, whether it be yeah. with, with, you know, Paul Rudd's Ant-Man or with someone else, you know? Yeah, one way or
0: another. Do you, you think someone's going to die? At the, someone important's going to die at the end of uh, Ant Man three. I know that's been the big buzz, the big hubbublu. Hubble-
1: um, I've heard what what's going to happen, and I I know no one is going to die, but something is going to happen.
0: Mm, interesting. Yeah. Does that mean that w- will that affect the future? Will that mean we might have to meet a different Ant Man for Ant
1: Man four? Uh, well, it depends when Ant Man four comes out. I, I imagine I don't think it'll come out before like Secret Wars and all that. So I don't think we'll. Right. meet a new ant-man but something will happen that will require someone else to be an ant person interesting yeah
0: they're gonna kill paul rudd in real life <laughs> that's that's what it is the end of ant-man 3 is just a full-on snuff film where they drag out paul rudd they're like thank you for your service thank you yeah. for all the laughs and all the joy and everything but we the hollywood elite deem you to die yeah
1: we're not going to get a bit of scott lang
0: Sorry. <laughs> we have decided. Google gobble gooble gobble. <laughs> and that's how Hollywood works, everyone. Every so often you just got to kill Paul Rudd. You got to sacrifice him to the Hollywood gods. <laughs> but he's a lovely gentleman though, you know. He's uh he's a real good sport about the whole thing. He's like, "No, nah, I understand. I get it. I yeah. had a good run."
1: Yeah, did you know his son thought he worked in a movie theater until he was 14 or 15
0: <laughs> really yeah and, and
1: and and paul never corrected him
0: <laughs> what kind of weirdo ele- does he not watch tv does he not see trailers <laughs> yeah, I, know, with his I know right, in them?
1: <laughs> I know, right? Maybe, maybe, he, maybe paul gaslighted his son. son's like no that's not me that's someone else this is yeah, someone just, completely different <laughs>
0: that's another guy named paul rod who just looks a lot like me <laughs> Did, yeah, exactly. Did he make like special trailers just for his son where it wasn't actually him in it? <laughs> where he was cut out of it, yeah. Yeah, where it's just Jason Manzukis instead of him <laughs> in everything. This kid this kid just saw a completely different cut of Ant-Man where it was Jason Manzukis in the role of Scott Lang. <laughs> I should go back and watch those two movies actually this week before I see the new one because I know I've seen the first one a lot. Haven't seen the sequel near as much.
1: They're really good. I really like them.
0: And, and they make for a good uh back-to-back
1: they do yeah
0: they make for a good double feature also the second one has walton goggins in it
1: it does this bad guy and hopefully yeah. he, we get to see more of him at some point
0: yeah i i always am like man this walton goggins role is great could have been justin hammer too but now as more time goes on i'm like no i think we need more goggins more goggins <laughs>
1: yeah yeah
0: the Gog, man. The Gog. <laughs> hey, what what if they, in the new DC universe, if they cast Walton Goggins as Magog? <laughs> then he would be Walton Magoggins. Walton Magoggins. <laughs> Make that happen, Hollywood. Come on, James. You know you want to. <laughs>
1: or they just cast him as Mangog in in like a Thor oh. film.
0: <laughs> oh, I like that too. Walton
1: Mangoggins. <laughs>
0: Walton Mangoggins. Look, Matt, look, we, we got to take this to Taiko Watiti right now. We got to go right down to New Zealand, where I assume he lives. We'll just hang out outside his palatial compound. Walton McGoggins! Walton McGoggins! <laughs> we'll just keep yelling at him over and over again. <laughs> until i assume he'll eventually get the hint you know he'll just be sitting there one night and then a cold sweat will come over it's like walton mcgoggins i get it <laughs> i get what they were saying <laughs> they're right that's that, that's where this series needs to go now let's see yeah this
1: is this is what kang dynasty and secret wars is building to
0: it's all leading to walt goggins as walton McGoggin. <laughs> um uh, move over benedict cabbage patch we've got a new great actor with a funny name <laughs> uh that just been working forever too walton goggins is the funny thing like yeah. he's a really really respectable like freaking uh whole you know resume doesn't he
1: yeah no i just like that like he, he's not one of those actors that doesn't care if he's in like tv or movies he'll just mm. do both yeah he cares a lot too yeah yeah
0: and like he like he does stuff like you don't don't even know, like he played uh like a drag queen
1: porn star in like the last couple seasons yeah. of Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy, yeah.
0: Yeah, like again, he'll just come back for roles, it's like, holy yeah. shit, that's actually him. And then we'll
1: go play some like crazy like evangelist in Righteous Gemstones. Oh it's, god, it's he's so great in that,
0: good at that. <laughs> Uncle Baby Billy. <laughs> god His he's so fucking hair good. and teeth oh uh, yeah he's like 90 percent hair and teeth that's that's the role <laughs> my toilet baby i'm not gonna let him be no toilet baby <laughs> oh holy shit Where are we talking oh yeah witches witches should be good and also <laughs> Ant- and ant-man 4 will probably be good too and that eventually happens yeah <laughs> Now, we got some comic news coming down the pipeline, too. Uh, Hulk Annual is going to basically seem to be like a fresh start standalone issue. It's not going to be connected to the last Hulk series. It's going to be a cool horror-themed found footage story, courtesy of uh friend of the show and fan of the show, uh, David Popose.
1: Oh, nice. How do you do found footage in, like... Comic media. book form,
0: yeah i don't know we're gonna find out i think the idea is is that it's like a film crew like a vice style film crew who like goes into the woods to try and find the hulk
1: okay yeah but still i still don't know how you do that sort of stuff in like a media that's like still
0: comic book yeah i don't know i i guess we'll have to read it and find out i'm sure i'm sure the writer put more thought into it than i did
1: oh i guarantee it
0: <laughs> but i love the idea of the hulk Going back to like, you know, the monster of myth, you know, going back to like, you know, is he even real?
1: Yeah, yeah. Kind of k- going back to like the time yeah, where you like fighting like Wendigo and all that sort of stuff and living Wolverine in the woods. And, yeah, living in the woods and being like a monster people just hear about. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I like that. You know, after everything he's done, you know, being a Starship Hulk and everything else, fighting for yeah. it makes sense to kind of do a bit of a bit of a reset, bit of a familiar mm-hmm. reset. Mm-hmm. And speaking of the familiar, uh, we, uh, you and I were talking about this before we even started, that John Kent Adventures of Superman book is coming down the pipeline. You and mm-hmm. I are very excited about that. Mm-hmm. We're excited about the blue suit. John yes. looks really good in it. We're excited for new electric powers. Yeah. Uh, it, it looks like, uh, what is it, Val Zod is going to be in that because there's yes. like a whole dimension hopping aspect. Yep. But another thing that Tom Taylor just announced is, hey – you thought balzad was the only guest superman nope get ready for the return and technically first maybe second depending on how you counted canon introduction of injustice superman (laughs) holy shit
1: yeah yeah depending on which crises are are uh like canon now uh this could technically be his first
0: yeah because if you remember in convergence i believe it was they showed us the injustice universe just to blow it up
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: and that's technically the first and maybe only time we actually saw that universe to be like no no it exists and then they blew it up which seemed very petty at the time didn't it
1: yeah I, and i don't think like convergence counts anymore that's there's no. several several crises ago yeah,
0: who even knows? Although I, I will say on this one, uh, Tom Taylor certainly got the last laugh, didn't he?
1: He did. Yeah, yeah. It, it's great.
0: <laughs> it, it's funny, too, because, you know, before this series started, when I knew that it was going to be dimension hopping, I'm like, oh, I bet it's only a matter of time before John eventually has to fight Ultraman and Earth 3 because, you know, that's such a big part of of his character right now and he's got to go back and face that and he's got to deal with it. wouldn't it be interesting if they completely sidestepped that and they're like no the evil superman that john has to overcome is injustice superman actually
1: yeah well i imagine that's going to be part of like the big issue but like i know ultraman is the overarching villain because he's the one going mm. through multiverses killing supermen off for some reason yeah 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 he, he revealed that uh yeah it's, it's been him killing the supermen
0: Okay, that's pretty cool. Is yeah. it is it to feed his kryptonite addiction? Is that why?
1: Probably. again, this is like the Ultraman. He probably wants to be the only Superman around. You know,
0: makes sense. He is a narcissist and everything. Man, yeah. that'd be fun to to have. You know, Ultraman come face to face with a Superman who might actually be more evil than him.
1: <laughs> well, what's what's interesting about that as well is that obviously Injustice kicked off because of the death of Superman's son like this yes, is that's, that's the, right. the entire reason why this universe oh, started shit. the way it did so like how does introducing him into this story work because i think oh, wow. tom also said that this is going to take place during year five which is like at this point superman's a lost cause he's fucking evil you know
0: interesting wow that's fascinating to have this Superman be like oh you're the son i lost you know everything mm. would have been different if you had lived yeah wow that's really something interesting well wouldn't wouldn't it be something of injustice superman is like i'll protect you from ultraman but also i'm worse just so you
1: know (laughs) (laughs) will he protect him from ultraman though but that's the thing Um,
0: that's a great juxtaposition too because ultraman's like no i was born evil because my world is fucked up and because morality is inverted you started as a good superman but lost your way and became irredeemable at a point
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe like Ultraman ends up being like the good guy in this situation. Wow,
0: that would be nuts.
1: Yeah, that would be insane.
0: Yeah, to have John be like, "Look, you know, I don't blame Ultraman because everything is fucking topsy turvy in his universe. Up is down, black is white, in is out. You started as my dad, but just kept making bad choice after bad choice.
1: Yeah, yeah, you could have easily like stopped all of this really quickly, but you didn't.
0: But you didn't. You had choices that you didn't make, huh?" wow that's that's gonna be really interesting i think that's uh it it was always gonna be a must buy for you and me but now i think it's officially a must buy for everybody definitely definitely yeah no doubt uh what else do we got going on from there oh some video game news which we don't get to talk about very much as it relates to superhero media but ea has announced that that iron man game that they've been talking about for a while now is officially fully in production now
1: nice can't wait Yeah, what do you think that's gonna be like? What,
0: what, what, what do we want from a really good Iron Man game? What's, what, what are the gameplay loops? You know, what kind of game do we want it to be? It,
1: well, I, I don't even know. Like, yeah, what type of gameplay loops it would be? I mean, yeah. I have to imagine it's gonna be. You know, obviously they're gonna have to do something with the armor in terms of like, like gear customization. Yeah, 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 customization and everything.
0: Let me build my own Iron Man suit. Let me, you know, have it match my play style.
1: Yeah, yeah, I imagine that. Or they'll just go like the route of like Spider Man, where like mm, you can skins. you can get skins or like, and they have like powers.
0: And, that is a and, really good idea. And he needs
1: to like be, like go through the story and build one to I don't know fight Mandarin or you know some of the Crimson Dynamo or something.
0: It's crazy, too, because, you know, Iron Man makes perfect sense as a comic character because he can do so much. He can fly. He can shoot. He's super smart. He has all these different costumes. As a game character, he's rough because it's like, well, every situation, how do you challenge the game player? Because it's like, well, why doesn't he just fly away? (laughs) Are we just gonna have a bunch of you know missions indoors with Iron Man? Well, that'll be really disappointing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like he's good at fighting, but he's not like a super tough warrior guy like a Thor no. or a Hulk or anything. Like he's good, but if he's out of the suit, he's still just a normal guy.
1: Yeah, it's it's, but it's it's weird because like Iron Man is like something that's like okay, the video game should be really simple. But then when you think about it, you're like, ah, eh, maybe not. <laughs>
0: yeah it is because i know like they had those movie games mm. you know which which are never really good because they're fucking movie games
1: no but they had like really cool uh, uh elements like that again they had like a gear thing where like you could you could reroute power to different parts of the armor and like you could change out like the arm or the the, the chest arc or something they had like really cool like bones but yeah it's it's a fucking video game tie-in for a movie so it's it's pretty. Which... Shit.
0: Which are never good. Also, you know, obviously, because it's a video game, you're going to want to see a lot of supporting characters, you know, you're going to want Rhodey, you're going to want Pepper, you're going to want all the Mm -hmm. others, and of course, you're going to have to have, uh, what is it, some bosses, you know, who who do we want to see? Ironmonger, Crimson Dynamo.
1: You've got to do bosses as well, because a lot of those are, like, literally the same, just different (laughs) colours.
0: yeah that has always been the problem whiplash uh, the controller would be good because you know yeah. the controller he's a big dude but he you know he controls people the melter the unicorn yeah. living laser yeah uh, justin hammer who we mentioned before yeah. who's just a guy
1: as, as well like as that midnight suns game uh attests to you don't actually also have to have all of the actual villains of that particular hero like he can fight someone else's villains
0: that's true. You can mix and match. You can yeah. get some people in there who you wouldn't expect. Yeah, yeah, huh? Yeah, I'd like to see that. Some villains who we don't normally get to see in a video game, as presented here via a fight with Iron Man.
1: Yeah, p- pit him against stuff that like he doesn't usually like magic and uh and and like like maybe some space stuff and yeah hand ninjas yeah hand ninjas the shiar empire stuff like that
0: i mean hand ninjas are perfect fodder for like a video game Mm. because who doesn't Mm. love a one where you gotta fight ninjas
1: yeah they're in midnight suns
0: yeah get some atlanteans in there fight some rogue atlanteans yeah yeah (laughs) modok is the chat said though i guess they kind of already did modok in that avengers game he was the main villain in that yep so they might feel that's a little too close. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's a lot of places you could go. Now again, this is an EA property, so you know EA don't EA it up, please. It's EA
1: Motive. They just made Dead Space, and they just um. and they did uh Star Wars Squadron, Star Wars Battlefront Two. So they've done some pretty fucking good games.
0: All right, EA, don't do not do what you normally do when people are doing good. Step on in and be yeah. like, now you just gotta got fucking ring them, gotta ring them yeah, for don't, everything. Don't put there. them
1: fingers in that pie, yeah.
0: Yeah, I know you want to. I can see your fingers hovering. <laughs> I can see you there just like, ooh, any minute now. Oh, I'm gonna get right in there any minute now. <laughs> Pl- please don't gift this. <laughs> please don't gift what I'm doing right now. <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> But yeah, that's uh, that's all the news for this week, everyone. That's everything that we got going on. Yeah, yeah, not uh, not bad, I would say.
1: No, it's a pre- pretty good week considering, like last week we had like all the big news drop.
0: Yeah, I assumed it was just gonna dry up and we'd have to go back to doing retro hero video again, which we're almost done. Our '90s Arkham.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, very we we're very close. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we got a couple more there. Uh, Tevia helping us out in the chat. There question: How is John going to react to injustice, Damien?
1: Huh? Yeah, they might do that oh they definitely will do that keep in mind damien i think at this point in time is like he's fucking killed nightwing and he's taken nightwing's mantle i think yeah hey john i'm a full-blown fascist yeah i i think your dad was right in killing all those people
0: yeah it turns out it turns out i'm really receptive to this kind of thing (laughs) yeah (laughs) isn't that crazy
1: do do realize as well damien in that world never knew John.
0: Yes, that's right. So he'll be meeting him for so the first time. He'll have
1: no sort of relationship built with this person, so you know, don't expect anything. <laughs>
0: hmm. Uh, Eduardo Perez Rubio helping us out in the chat Got into wrestling thanks to you and others Can you recommend any wrestlers to check out Also can Sinister handle MJF Oh man I would say Mr. Sinister and MJF Are pretty much in the same league As far as like evil shenanigans And scumbaggery (laughs) That, That would be a tough one I tell ya Oh, man. Uh, I mean, well, obviously, if you're into MJF, you're probably watching AEW. So you understand there's a lot of really good ones there. I would say check out GCW if you haven't. It's the uh, promotion that Joey Janela basically left to went go back to. It's real grungy, real dirty, really early ECW. So it's violent. And there's a lot of blood and broken glass, but there's also, like, a lot of really great character work going on there. I'm a huge fan of Effie, for one thing. Uh, He comes out to uh, Elton John's Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, and everybody (laughs) sings along, and it's really great. Nice. And he wears, uh, what is it? He wears, like, uh, pantyhose, but the joke is where he's like, oh, you mean my Predator armor? Because really, what does it look like that the Predator wears? (laughs) (laughs) It's very funny. It's very funny i like gcw a lot definitely uh, give that one a look uh but yeah so that's that i guess we can hop into what we read this week i did not read a lot because that harley quinn valentine's day special totally ate up a bunch of my time as yeah. it always does there but... wasn't all
1: that much out this week anyway well, like com- uh, compared to what we usually read
0: yeah again i i got two goblin books that i didn't read i got gold and i got red and I read Lazarus Planet before we started because mm-hmm. I figured you probably would have read it. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, I did. Now we want to start with it, then.
1: Yeah, why not?
0: <laughs> sure. This will be quick. Uh, perfectly fine if utterly inconsequential.
1: Yeah. Again, it's just like the like last week's ones. Like, yeah, cool. Four stories about the rain yep. and how it lightmates makes people into monsters. And oh look, Rachel goes back
0: yeah and evil again but wait wasn't he not before getting shot in the head yeah fuck you (laughs) yeah we're using this as an excuse to restart everything dick (laughs) cat catch catch up play catch up I, th- I thought it was especially funny red hood because he's like oh boy i'm here in gotham and i'm back in my old costume after dealing with zombies better get this lazarus resin hey weren't you doing a whole story about lazarus resin yeah. and zombies shouldn't you shouldn't you know more about this than average people yep but i'm not gonna mention it
1: <laughs> yeah that-, that was the whole thing with him because it spun out of uh future state
0: yeah also he doesn't carry guns anymore but he still has his crowbar from the zombie <laughs> book <laughs> Which is an interesting choice. Also, that issue is not about him at all. It's about trying to get over the Vigil.
1: Vigil. New New characters. Yeah,
0: Yeah, a a new villain group who I think is going to be in Ram V's Detective Comics. I only assume that because Ram V wrote that story.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm not interested in them at all
0: yeah that's a big problem with lazarus Planet, where it's like look at these new characters and you can read them in uh oh you're not going to tell me where i can read them in. you're just going to set them up and say coming soon sometime yeah
1: that just that's just a sign to me that they're like okay we've got an opportunity to make new characters but we don't know where we're going to put them we'll just say they're coming soon somewhere
0: which to me just screams that lazarus planet was only ever meant as like a promotional tool as like mm-hmm. a way to gauge interest like well do you like this do it's, you like uh, this
1: like what they did when they introduced like the terrifics and brimstone and yes and all that the the, the metal days of metal whatever the fuck it was called
0: uh, the dark, dark universe yeah
1: yeah the dark days stuff yeah
0: which, which makes me laugh my fucking ass off that Sideways is a supporting character in the Red Canary story. Hey, yeah. did you need me? Did you call for Sideways?
1: No, no one called for you. No one remembers oh. you.
0: Oh, it'll happen to you too. I was created in the last big boom of superheroes. <laughs> it'll happen to you. See, if that said. was his
1: character, I would fucking love it like he's like some fucking herald of doom that like for new relevancy just like appears to new characters and be like people will forget about you
0: (laughs) he shows up drinking a beer smoking a cigar i used to be hot shit too once upon a time dark matter universe it was all the rage until we weren't (laughs) (laughs) that flatline story is the longest and it's half interesting but not because of flatline because of ubu uh, Rachel Ghoul's, like you know, bodyguard, major domo, who was not there when he got shot in the head, and he's nice. just beating himself up about it. I'm like, oh shit, this is like a story with actual character and pathos. Oh my god.
1: Wow, wow.
0: Then it didn't matter because he's like, oh, I actually lost my powers because of the rain because the rain just kind of does whatever. <laughs> that sucks for me. And also, here's Rach back looking exactly like he did. I'm like, oh, so you undid everything <laughs> Joshua Williamson did. <laughs> In just a little bit. And used his original character to do it. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> that almost reads like a slap in the face, doesn't it? Our Williams <laughs> don't
1: care he's writing Superman and Green Lantern. Yeah. Uh, Green Arrow. Green Arrow. <laughs> Green
0: Arrow. Which is funny, because he didn't write the Red Canary book, which made me no. laugh. I'm like, she's, yeah. she's had several at bat, and Joshua Williamson wrote none of them.
1: Yeah, yeah, she keeps being, like, advertised, like, oh, she's got to be a big new character, a big new character. And every time she's been, like, in a story, it's just been like, uh, whatever, yeah. like... Don't care about this character at all
0: yeah they're putting a lot of focus on a character who by like her design doesn't have much going for her because she's like yeah i go to school i like music and i'm a black canary fan
1: the whole point of her was because there was no black canary and she was taking up the mantle of black canary and and, now uh, she's back and now black canary came back in the story that red canary is introduced in Uh, yeah now she's back she's like ah whatever off to the yeah, side d- with you
0: <laughs> i don't know what big plan joshua williamson has but i don't think he let anyone in on it <laughs> none at all i will say though that, that was the best looking book of uh the collection that one actually yeah. had a really good art style
1: yeah i've liked the art on all of them but yeah i, I do know what you mean yeah it's, it's like they brought out the big ones for this one
0: it looked unique where it's like oh shit this actually looks like a book also waller is here too and waller's connection to lazarus planet is hilarious because they show her and her new crazy suicide squad at the end of dark crisis and they're like oh coming soon lazarus Planet, the next big thing and she hasn't done anything she's only showed up here yeah
1: and uh, and even here is like nothing related to that
0: no nothing at all we we meet her nephew who is a character called Deadeye, who is an unholy amalgamation of Deadshot and Bloodsport like they couldn't decide who to write so they said fuck it and just invented a new character. Yeah. I
1: I honestly would have liked the twist have been like he's not a new character it's just Bloodsport that's been like cuz this is this is literally what Bloodsport was doing in that Suicide Squad book. Yes. Yes. Like literally like traveling like it was it was uh Waller's assassin who would travel through uh Universes, multiverses yeah. and stuff. Yeah.
0: Also, Deadshot's been dead since that Tom Taylor run, and they've kept him dead for a surprising amount of time.
1: Yeah, really surprising.
0: Yeah, I really thought they'd bring him... You know what it is? If you're not a A character, you'll actually stay dead until someone cares enough to bring you back.
1: <laughs> that's true, that's true. Because literally, Dead
0: Eye's like, well, we need a guy who can shoot things, and we need a guy who can go through universes like Bloodsport, so we'll just create a new character who is really derivative of other existing characters. Of all of
1: them. And that's the thing. Like, the guy looks like... like... He's got the Bloodsport helmet with, like, the teeth mm-hmm. and everything, and then it's like, a big eye because that's what, you know, Deadshot had and everything, and yeah. <sighs> oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. As a ninja consultant reminds me, Deadshot was not Task Force. He, that's right. They were looking for his body- So they could make him a zombie. That's when I stopped reading around that. time. Did did he keep going after that? Did they all die again? Because I know Bane was there too as a zombie and a bunch Mm. of other characters. Did they stay zombified at the end of that
1: book or not? Mm. Considering we haven't heard about any of them.
0: (laughs) I'm assuming they stayed dead then. Well, I mean, they were always dead. They just weren't the living dead anymore. Yeah. Yeah, these Lazarus Planet books continue to be weird because it's just like, I I almost respect him because like we're just going to throw everything at the goddamn wall and see what sticks.
1: (laughs) yeah but as well it's like this is meant to be like an event and we haven't like the event is literally just two issues
0: yeah as ninja consultant is telling me yes but the bane in that book actually turned out to be gotham fuck off really from gotham and gotham really Girl?
1: are you fucking serious
0: that's wild
1: <laughs> uh i remember they tried to bring her back as well and went fucking they did. nowhere
0: <laughs> she had a series of backup stories and everyone's like no we roundly rejected we rejected her when tom king wrote her and we reject yeah. her again she's a
1: terrible character
0: you know i almost feel like i need to go back and read that book because i know like 2 Face was actually the one behind the zombie task force and now you're telling me bane was actually got yeah because that made no sense because bane was there but bane was also in the joker book at the <laughs> yeah, same time yeah like, well how the fuck can he be a zombie and alive at the same time
1: yeah exactly
0: that is insane. Okay, you know what? Matthew Rosenberg, I better. Go- I, may- I might as well go back and finish this. Like, Task Force Z was fine. It wasn't bad. It just it wasn't was fine, but
1: it was, like, it was like, like why? Like, you know, why it, are we doing it this?
0: Was the, it was the definition of, like, this is good, but not so good. I'm going to read it every week.
1: No.
0: I'm not going to give it a place in my, you know, pull list because, you know, I have other books that I need to cover. Yeah. But shit, wow, it was fucking good. Gotham. That's crazy. <laughs> wow i again that's why i respect uh, rosenberg too because it's like hey i'm just gonna throw a goddamn curveball at <laughs> you and say it was actually another character entirely uh and with that actually you know hey let's uh let's talk about batman from this week
1: yeah uh, this is another great issue from batman stuck in maybe the multiverse maybe like his own mind that failsafe Dropped him in, you know. Maybe I'm not too sure. We we
0: don't know because the backup, yeah. you know, raises some interesting points. It it's like, well This is this is Toyman's gun that failsafe used, and it yeah. seemingly takes you to pocket dimensions.
1: Seemingly, yeah, yeah. But is it, did maybe failsafe modify it to like put Bruce in like a simulation of a Gotham without Batman? You know, never know. Yeah.
0: I, I, I did love that backup. I'm like, wow, Tim Drake is actually getting a lot of great stuff to do as Robin. Yeah. And also Toy Man is more interesting than he's been in years.
1: It's great. It's great. It's, it's just so funny because like, we got Lazarus Planet going on at the moment, and like one of the big things for Tim Drake was in that Future State was that he came back to life because of the Lazarus Resin, mm. and like he's not even involved in Lazarus Planet at all.
0: No, no, of course
1: not. We're, we're they mad. they forgot about that 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 Detective Comics stuff from, from oh, of Future they did. State. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, they long forgot about that. Uh, the main story is great too because it's Bruce, you know, just trying to get his bearings and trying to figure out more about this fucked up dystopian Gotham. And man, all the credit in the world to Zadarsky for writing one of the freshest and honestly most horrifying comic dystopias I've seen in a very long time, Mm. where it's like, yeah, it's Gotham City where the slums are an extension of Arkham. Everyone is slowly losing their mind. They're getting getting crane brain because they're pumping a little of, yeah, they're pumping a little scarecrow gas into the poor parts of town every day, which drives you crazy and grinds you down. Just like real life grinds you down and makes you crazy. And when you do go crazy, guess what? That's illegal and we'll lock you up in Arkham where we can torture you. Mm-hmm. And the only way out of that is to buy pills, which are made by the rich and powerful people who are unaffected by the gas because they live above you literally in ivory towers that are
1: sealed. Yeah, and they have the yeah the special pills from Darwin, Halliday and Halliday Industries that like sort of make you immune to the gas or like sort of curb its like, uh, symptoms.
0: You're, you're literally paying rich people just to be sane, just to get by for another day. And I'm just like, wow, you know, the, the these cultural references that you're making here, Chip, I totally get what you're saying. <laughs> this, this, this is what just Chip says. This is what modern life feels like. And it's like, yeah, man, I get it. They drive you crazy. They outlaw insanity. And the only way out is to pay or steal pharmaceuticals. Fuck me. <laughs> oh and also to the the guy running the company that makes it is also this world's version of the joker who may or may not be insane in this world but is definitely yeah. still connected to arkham
1: yeah yep
0: i kind of love that
1: it's it's great and i i like that chip is like he's doing like a multiversal story or seemingly a multiverse story yep. but he's not falling into any of like the tropes that are multiverse Yo. like we haven't had like a like an evil batman appear or yep. like characters we've had alfred and leslie tompkins but other than that like no is like you know oh, it's 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 a different batman it's a different superman mm-hmm. or anything like it's all it's all being used to like uh just tell a story of just a world without batman and like how Indeed. fucked gotham would be
0: this uh this version of alfred is interesting because he's married to leslie tompkins mm-hmm. which is very cute i like uh what is it war of the undead gods did it and this did it here I like this idea where it's like, yeah, they'd be together and be happy if not for Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> He's literally the thing holding the two nicest people in his life back from being happy.
1: <laughs> yeah, also a nice little uh, little connection there to the Nightwing story. In this, in this universe, Alfred is like a billionaire.
0: Yes, because he would have gotten the money if the Waynes died. Yeah, and
1: uh, as well as his own money.
0: Well, it's his own money because, yeah, we well, found out that he was independently wealthy. And also, this Alfred doesn't seem to care, which is interesting. No. He tells Leslie, oh, you know, must you go down to the dangerous slums there and try and help people? Because, oh, without Bruce there to keep the light of hope inside him, you know, this Alfred has hardened his heart,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: which I really like
1: yeah it's it's pretty good it's pretty good
0: and when they see each other across that party there alfred is like he saw a ghost
1: yeah he he thinks he's seen him but like doesn't really know who like knows who bruce is but like he's dead because bruce gave up his money and became a social worker yeah yeah yeah
0: which again trying to help the city the right way literally killed his bruce and that's what hardened his heart yes And that's really, really compelling. I love too, Batman, he gets his ass kicked at the party and he's like, well, that didn't work, but I survived a fall from the moon. I'll be able to survive a fall (laughs) out of the skyscraper. It's all good.
1: It's all good. Yeah.
0: Then he gets into a fight with a literal roided up super cop. This world has literal roided up super cops. And as he's bleeding out in the alley there, he sees a bat and he's like, ah, he has this beautiful epiphany of like, I see what's wrong with this world. The wrong people are afraid. Yeah,
1: I need to make the cops afraid
0: yeah i need to become a bat again father <laughs> yeah
1: it's great it's so Which, good
0: i love how he came to that thing where it's like you know fear is not a bad thing it's just the right people need to be afraid yeah, the
1: right fear is a tool yeah it needs fear to be used to against yeah. the right people yeah
0: I, I love that that you know this this world it literally makes everyone else afraid and you know filled with anxiety till they crack under the pressure and i'm like man this it's is good. this is such a smart and interesting take on dystopia
1: it's so good
0: so and good. and so unlike any other batman story too
1: yeah it's it's so unlike any other batman story and it's so unlike the the daredevil stuff that Zdarsky is writing at the moment
0: yeah that was my fear too when he took over batman i'm like oh man is this just gonna be you know the daredevil book light yeah It is not. And in fact, hey, I'm reading the Daredevil book too, and the Daredevil book still fucking slaps too. It does. It is. I read the newest one, issue 8, just this week. Did you check this one out? I haven't, no. No. Uh, I'll be brief with it. This is the first meeting on the battlefield of The Hand and the Fist. Ooh. Because uh, Frank Castle and Aka, they kidnapped Bullet and his kid. And so Matt's like, well, shit, we're playing right into their hands. No pun intended. I didn't want to fight them so soon. But we got to get our people back. So we got to go and do a little bit of all out war. And they do. And it's friggin' great.
1: It sounds pretty good. I, I've been following like like the build up with like Frank and like the hand and, you know, all, all like sort of coming together. And it's just, it's been really good.
0: The action is great. The art is amazing. But it's the themes that keep me coming back and Mm. keep me super invested. I'm sure you saw it. Uh, Marco Ciccetto. his cover for this issue is great because it's uh, Matt and Frank, and they're you know they're coming at each other, but they're all cast in silhouette, they're all cast in shadow, and the only thing you see is their symbols. And mm-hmm. Ciccetto had a little fun because he put a little gag message under it. Like under Daredevil, he said, you know, the the indomitable power of the human spirit, and under Frank Castle, he put there the universe's uh, immeasurable aptitude for cruelty. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, hey, everyone, this is what the story is about. And I'm like, oh, fuck me. It is too, isn't it? Matt is a guy who has had so much adversity in his life, the death of his father, you know, his mother, postpartum depression, blindness. But he always overcame it because that's just the sort of duty he is. And he has all these criminals he's broken out of jail because he's trying to rehabilitate them and help them find their own indomitable human spirit to overcome. And it's the villains who actually save him and help him win the fight with their stupid powers. <laughs> Like, Speed Demon saves Electra from getting stabbed. Sturgon is able to throw the dragon tank they're using off because they're both lizards. Friggin' Stiltman saves everyone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Stiltman as a hero is apparently unstoppable. <laughs> Every issue he saves someone new. And in this one he, like, ties up the dragon and he
1: saves Daredevil. Which Stilt Man is it? I think I've asked you this before. But it, it's man? the original. It's
0: the old man one
1: oh so he's come back from like being a cult leader in space
0: i'm assuming so yeah because he was back in the myrmidon
1: oh nice
0: that's great and likewise with the punisher being about the universe's aptitude for cruelty frank lost his family because of a random act of gangland cruelty and now is the new high slayer of the hand he is creating more acts of unimaginable cruelty throughout in the world he's letting his hurt radiate throughout the world so much to the point that he was willing to kill a father in front of his own kid jesus (laughs) without seeing the fucking irony in this yeah because that's how far he's gone oh man the lines back and forth are so amazing between them where you know matt says to him you know frank you know my problem with you has always been who punishes the punisher well today it might as well be me you can just say i was sent by god on high <laughs> and frank's like uh, god is dead and he's always been dead he died the moment my family's blood washed over me <laughs> so bring it motherfucker Ah, <laughs> oh, just so so fucking and, and then the final page is the best part because apparently this big fighting dropped whatever magical veil was hiding them from the Avengers. Mm-hmm. And Tony and Cap are like, well, shit, I guess we got to do something about this. Matt did break out a bunch of supervillains from prison. What do we do? <laughs> well, we're not going to go after them all at once. We're going to send in someone who he might trust, someone who he might think is a friend, and someone he maybe won't kill on sight. We're <laughs> sending Spider-Man in. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, because he revealed his true identity to Spider-Man when yeah. this run started. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that whole personal story is coming to a major head, And I'm like, oh, it's going to be so good to read a Spider-Man I like who acts like a fucking adult for a change. (laughs) And he's
1: actually part of the story and everything. Yeah,
0: who's part of the story and who his friends are like, no, we can trust Spider-Man with his job, you know, because he's an adult and good at things.
1: Yeah, because Chip's written written Spider-Man before in the run, in the run just before this, and it was so fucking good.
0: He did. It was really good. In fact, uh, my last book uh, was Spider-Man, unless you had anything else.
1: Uh, I had two more okay i'll let you go then uh i had storm and the brotherhood of mutants issue
0: i got one. this i
1: was gonna read it i breezed through it is this is like the perfect tie-in like, it looked like it perfect tie-in yeah so it's it's literally just sins of sinister issue two um yes it, it, is. it picks up uh after arako has been destroyed by sinister's chimeras storm is leading a small group of x-men red sword mutants from arako uh on asteroid s um, and she, she's dressed up like Magneto and everything in, in like the white costume and everything. Um, and Destiny comes to see her, but uh, she Storm's, you know, very smart. She knows it's not Destiny, it's Mystique. Uh, um mystique delivers a message and basically outs sinister's moira clone plot and like how he's using the clones to like conduct experiments and like then kill Mm. the clone reset the timeline and they find out that the clone that's currently active is is uh was activated 10 years ago at a save point which is when since the sinister started yeah that's
0: right we're a decade in the future yeah
1: so they want to uh go to Mur island find the lab f- kill the moira clones and just restart the timeline basically and so they do that they head to Mur island they get attacked by a bunch of chimeras they find they get into the lab they find like the lab is in like this giant like black orb and storm plans on taking it and th- that's basically where the lab went at the end of sins of sinister
0: yes yeah, um, when he was freaking out
1: yeah so uh he he ends up taking they take the lab and then oh no we find out that mystique that's been with the team isn't actually the real mystique it's a sheer light construct <laughs> uh and mystique has been whiz kid this entire time Ah, uh, fun. She, she ends up killing storm and oh take, no. and taking the orb for herself and her and destiny have set up on the world farm which is the celestial's uh solar system sized uh laboratory Mm. and uh, they've set up there and we find out that they're working with the orbus stellaris uh sinister Uh, Uh,
0: yes who is the other one the one with the club
1: yeah and we 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 find out that destiny and mystique don't want this universe to end because uh it goes back to i think it was in in immortal x-men where uh destiny wrote those books
0: yes the Uh, books of destiny um
1: in all the all the universes she saw like mystique obviously dies but yeah, this but is the universe want- but this is the universe where she doesn't die. And she oh. wants to she wants to keep it going because Mystique won't die.
0: Yes, that's been Destiny's whole big thing. She keeps seeing the future. She keeps writing it down. And yes, that wasn't immortal. when she's like, and my greatest fear is that, you know, I don't see a future with Raven in it. Mm -hmm, mm Aw. This this is fun, too, because this is an interesting inverse of what Mystique did during the Hickman years, where it's like, I will basically let Nimrod and the Sentinels happen if it means that I will be reunited with Mm -hmm. Destiny. Mm -hmm. You know, I do all of this for love. And now Destiny is doing it all for love, too. Aw.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so they're working with the, uh, the Ace of Clubs, Ace of Spades guy, uh, Sinister, to, yes, make sure that, Orbis. to make sure this universe uh, can still happen. So they stole the lab because not only was Storm and the Brotherhood going to destroy it, but they knew that Sinister, because he got outed by his own quiet council, he was going to reset the universe. So that's why they stole the lab so to prevent both mm. those parties from not doing it.
0: Well, shit. Now I really don't know where this story is
1: gonna go. <laughs> I know, right?
0: <laughs> they keep upending the table every issue, where it's like, well, I thought I knew where this is gonna go. Now I don't. Also, with Storm, I thought she was gonna be the main character of this, the one who's gonna save yeah. everyone. Now she's seemingly dead.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they could still probably heal her and everything, but like, but there is that whole thing where she doesn't have any backups or anything. No, no resurrections right. or anything so yeah I'm, I'm intrigued and it's really intriguing because this this mini this uh titan is a mini it's three issues
0: yes i saw it. yeah there's a there's a bunch of them because this is year 10 then the next one is year 100 so it's actually going to be mm-hmm. jumping forward in time
1: yes i think with the night crawler i think it's called night crawlers and it's like the weird like spider-man night crawler
0: yeah yeah Dude, it's yeah. because uh, yeah we got sins of sinister storm and the brotherhood of mutants nightcrawlers immoral x-men like it's, it's not a mortal x-men anymore it's immoral yeah. x-men <laughs> yeah and then i think uh, yeah i think those are the one and i think those all get three apiece. yes those all get three apiece. Mm-hmm. and then the final issue is sins of sinister dominion
1: yeah so i'm really looking forward to them if this if the quality of this one which is done by Al ewing uh he's just been writing like x-men red and storm for for ages so he knows these characters like back of his hand um so if it continues the quality continues i think we're in for something really special
0: definitely it also sounds like it'll be a good entry point for someone like me who's been interested in red and sword and everything but Mm -hmm. haven't been keeping up with it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: you don't really need you just need to know that like oh yeah in in x-men red storm set up the brotherhood again that's literally all you need to know
0: well that's dope i can't wait to read that yeah i wish i did read that one over lazarus but oh well (laughs) i also wish i read it over amazing spider-man number 19 from this oh
1: boy this is like fallout from dark web
0: uh you'd fucking think that and in a normal (laughs) world it would be but uh zeb wells fucked off actually from this now he's taking a two-issue break to write the mary jane thing see yeah
1: no writing see writing dark web that was hard work okay you know
0: (laughs) i you know i don't doubt it i bet he did need a fucking personal day i bet (laughs) i bet he's looking in the mirror i bet he's really thinking about his choices and if he wants to continue (laughs) writing (laughs) spider-man I, you know, I wrote a scathing review, but also still tried to be nice and say, look, I bet a lot of this is editorial meddling. I bet a lot of this isn't his fault. I can only imagine the ass reaming he took from other people.
1: Yeah, I can. Yeah.
0: And people from the industry. I genuinely do feel bad about him. I do. I want to stress that. But yeah, instead, we got a two issue fucking Joe Kelly fill in. Okay. Which is fine, because, like, Joe Kelly is a talented writer and good with Spider-Man. Everyone liked that Spider-Man Deadpool book he did. This is is literally about Spider-Man and Black Cat going on a vacation. Oh, okay. (laughs) A vacation they can't enjoy, because apparently the spa they went to is also the same spa where Mary Jane and uh, Paul are hanging out oh no <laughs> and once again spider-man looks like a fucking stalker because he keeps showing up in all the places he- that mary jane is after she expressively said hey stop following me
1: i'm so glad that that's like a like a, 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 a running thing like he just hasn't learned and he just keeps like stalking her. because like i i i tapped out like off really early on in the run but like i do know like he'd like turn up at like where she'd live and like just like watch them through the window and everything and
0: yeah yeah. he did that he he showed up at the hellfire gala and surprised her he showed up at harry's birthday party which she was adult enough to ask for like a ceasefire on that one because you know it's about our dead friend i'm glad you see the irony in that Uh, a lot of other people don't see the irony in that they're like oh mary jane is wrong (laughs) spider-man has saved her a bunch of times and she should be grateful and not treat him like a stalker i'm like uh Uh, the lady said no she said leave uh, me alone spider-man
1: fans do something normal challenge impossible Mm.
0: you know what i don't want to be that guy but i know for years spider-man has been this aspirational figure that a lot of dudes very much put too much of themselves into and definitely superimpose themselves Mm -hmm. over and you get Mm -hmm. you get some interesting reactions is all i'm saying oh yeah also also apparently Mary Jane and Paul are married according to like the little prelog at the end or at the beginning of the comic.
1: Oh really? I just thought they were like together because like he's got kids Same. and she was like like they're like weird like like stepmom but not really step mum
0: same that's what everyone thought but according to this now the little opening preamble says they're married which surprised the shit out of everyone they're like wait what
1: shit she moved on quickly
0: (laughs) she moved on really fucking quickly but what happened in the six months i don't know i guess we're gonna have to find out but uh that story has nothing to do with them Spider-Man, who acts like a goddamn child in this whole issue, he has to make an excuse to Aunt May why he's going away with his girlfriend, Felicia. He then just trauma dumps all over Felicia about his relationship with Mary Jane. Like,
1: oh, I can't believe Mary Jane's here. What am I supposed to do? I don't know. act like a goddamn adult uh that's that's every what every woman wants to hear just to hear about like your your past relationships and yeah
0: oh i know i'm just like what does felicia even see in peter anymore he doesn't have a job he lives in a dumpy apartment he only complains yeah has to make an excuse to his aunt about why he went away with you like seriously what does he offer anymore (laughs) they uh they run into white rabbit who of course is working for tombstone and kareem that henchman who he saved They've got a weird glass onion thing they're doing where they have a bunch of tech billionaires who they let try out supervillain gear like the Shocker's Gauntlets and Octopus's Tentacles before they sell them. So they get paid twice. So like Tombstone pays them and then these guys pay them. Okay. And...
1: So, so they're, like, renting out this equipment, basically.
0: Yeah, they're basically playing paintball with supervillain costumes. <laughs> and Spider-Man's like, should I be mad at this? You know, should I, like, try and stop you? And White Rabbit's like, oh, we're not trying to kill you right now, and we're not hurting anyone, and then you seem to have nowhere to go, so do you want to, like, hang out at our ski chalet and eat friggin' uh, caviar? And he's like, I guess. <laughs>
1: Fuck me. So he's
0: just hanging out with the villain in these, like... Uh, goddamn silicon valley billionaires but then of course because again we're riffing on glass onion the guy dressed as mysterio gets murdered and all the other tech bros are like oh shit i can't be seen with a dead body i better kill white rabbit and spider-man and black cat and kareem right now
1: yeah the 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 the, uh very uh human response to this yeah
0: well you know they're disruptors matt you see they're really important disruptors They say what they mean with no filter, without thinking, and sometimes they murder people. (laughs) And they're really rich, so, you know, they're very down to earth, very salt of the earth. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Honestly, as much as I complain about this book, it is very different in the way that like at least Peter Parker is an active participant in his own life for a minute. It
1: sounds like they just, it's like a complete 180 and it's like, okay, we need like Spider-Man back as the main character of this book called Spider-Man.
0: He's in there. It's just that all of his problems suck and are unrelatable and are created by himself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All of these problems sound like you could easily get around them if you just stop being like a petty bitch.
0: Yeah, for no reason. You just woke up one day and are like this. And of course, it's like, oh, well, no, he has a very good reason. It's a reason tied to the six months that we still haven't told you yet and still yeah. aren't going to tell you. And when we do tell you, it's probably going to be disappointing.
1: Oh, absolutely. There is
0: no, I truly feel there is no way they could give a reason and make it work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kali Frederick, been a while. Thoughts on Bloodline and Red Goblin. Ooh, uh, Bloodline I talked about last week, uh, Kali. I actually did a video for the channel. I enjoyed it. I think it's actually pretty solid. I think, uh, Danny Lord does a great job dispensing with a lot of the origin story tropes and getting to the good stuff. Uh, I hope people accept it, but as is often the case with these new things, everyone picks up the first issue and then everyone just kind of drops off. Yeah. Yeah. As we talked about, uh, Red Goblin. I bought Red Goblin. I'm gonna read Red Goblin this week. I just don't know when I'm gonna to get to it. I did flip through it, it looks interesting from what I've seen. Okay. It's also too, it's, yeah, it's Normie becoming the real deal Red Goblin. I forgot before when he got it, he was Goblin child and Norman was Red Goblin. <laughs> so it's actually his first time becoming this. Also, it's weird, Dylan Brock got aged up to like 15, 16, even though him and Normie were like the same age when the Venom book started. Yeah, right but normie is like still a child
1: yeah okay
0: isn't that funny that like dylan got aged up in between series but normie has basically stayed the same age
1: forever it is yeah that is strange
0: it's like the opposite of problems. other characters so i guess they figured well shit if dylan's going to be the main character of most of this ewing run here we should probably age him up so it's not Mm. weird that he's just like an eight-year-old walking across america yeah get getting involved in biker wars
1: yeah, they, yeah, may, may, I mean, that would have been like insanely funny if that was it. It's just this eight year old.
0: Yeah. They, well, I, because he's basically doing the incredible Hulk thing, walking across yeah. America, but, but, like a wayward teen, no one gives a shit about. People don't want to look at that, but like an eight year old walking alone with a symbiote dog, people are like, yeah, we should probably pay attention to that. I
1: wonder if maybe that had something to do, because you said like, uh, Carnage was wanted to be a little girl at one point
0: at one point it was yeah it's like they were really experimenting with this idea of making the symbiote's kids
1: yeah i wonder if that was like meant to be a thing like venom was meant to be like you know dylan when he was you know what eight years old or something and then carnage is like an eight-year-old as well kid fights kid fights yeah well i mean you couldn't have like i mean you could and that would it would be horrible and fitting with the character, but you couldn't literally have like like an adult trying to kill Punch like a child. child, yeah. But if you get two children, you know, it's fine, well, that's okay, <laughs> yeah.
0: That's uh, that's Eddie being like, Oh, geez, I can't fight this new carnage because she's a small child. Dylan, go hit that small child for me, <laughs> yeah. They, they literally did a whole episode of King of the Hill like that where Hank was getting bullied by a small child and he couldn't <laughs> fight the small child, so he had to find another small child. <laughs> that way it's fine that way it's you know it's fair it's fair <laughs> yeah speaking of bloodline you're gonna watch uh, elimination chamber says the yeah i watched a little of the royal rumble because i always liked it i'll probably you know watch the clips from elimination chamber yes. i know cody came back and that's a pretty big deal cool uh what was your last one matt because i'm um, sick of talking about Spider-Man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my last one was the flash she's 792 and it was good one it was a good one it was a good one mm. Uh, this is more one one minute war stuff this is like where all sort of uh, the big stuff happens uh the flash family decide that like they they get the rundown on like who the fraction are because uh like jay and the kids and like max have been like out in the out like looking around and like kind of know who they are and jesse and max met them during dark crisis um but yeah they figure they need like a base of operations they can't stay in the west household because it's not safe so it makes sense uh wally decides well we'll just we'll go to like terrific tech and use like my work lab so (laughs) because everyone else is is, like frozen in time they end up like picking up uh michael and like taking (laughs) him to his lab and like using him to like open the door and then like then they like put him down and yeah yeah so they they got like a they got like the speed lab now as like their uh their like base of operations and while all this is happening kid flash and impulse have like snuck into like a a fraction like staging area and they're trying to like figure out like what the fuck are they doing and they end up getting like found out and they find like this like canister and they're like ah oh, this looks important because it's like big and red so they like take it and they find out that there's a person in it and it's one of the conduits oh. that the people of the Fraction oh. like suck the energy, suck the speed force out of to yes, I power you their told stuff. Me. Yeah, so they end up like freeing this child and they end up taking one of their uh, the Fraction's vehicles as Miss Murder tries to hunt them down. And they, they take one of these filled vehicles and they're like, hey, we've, there's like more like canisters in the back here. Who Who's in them? so they they crack them open and inside these canisters is gorilla grod uh oh shit captain adam and superman
0: we're, and, we're seeing captain adam again now is this the real captain yeah. adam or the captain adam that exploded
1: this he, silver the red symbol like i i guess it's probably nathaniel which Gee. has me extremely worried is this gonna mean he's, he's gonna, gonna explode because that's all he does in stories
0: you know what we will make a bet right now will he explode by
1: the end of this story <laughs> yeah, or not yeah, yeah. i don't know whether he'll i don't he think he'll explode because they're, they're all frozen in time all these people are frozen in time but but still you know that, that that's a that's a, a human nuclear weapon there <laughs> he, he could find a way to explode you yeah 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 maybe they, yeah, maybe maybe they, they like knock him, him over door. and he like splits his containment suit oh, sure. oh no <laughs> he got a small rip a tiny yeah. mosquito yeah they caught him on like the side of a door or something as they pulled him <laughs> out of the vehicle yeah
0: Oh, geez, you know, you're supposed to be more careful uh, loading up Captain Adam. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Yeah, it's
1: a fun book. It's a really fun book.
0: Sounds fun. Sounds like there's a lot going on in The Flash. Yeah. All right, everyone. I guess that'll just about do it for the show this week. We'll start winding it down. Thank you, everyone who came and joined us, as always. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, excuse me. I, I ate before we started, if you couldn't tell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you to Kali and everyone else who donated. Uh, very much appreciated. Again, you're the people who keep this show afloat. Thank you, everyone, who has been watching the clipped versions of the show. We really appreciate that, mm. too. We didn't want to do it, but YouTube kind of forced our hand on that by being fucky with their algorithm and by kind of stepping on longer form podcast
1: content. Yeah, but the, cl- the clips are seemingly doing pretty well, which is good.
0: The- They're doing about as good as the old podcast used to do, (laughs) so I'm all right with that. And it means we can get the show up quicker to patrons. You, of course, can become a patron for as little as a dollar a month, meaning you'll get the full audio show completely uncut. And if you're like a $5 or nothing, you get the video version. But you get it right away is the thing. As soon as we're done here, Matt sends it to me, and I try and put it up on Patreon literally the same night. So you'll always be the first to see it. And if you're not one of those people, that's okay, because we still have the podcastable version that goes out Wednesday everywhere. I try and tweet about that now to let people know that it's up. But again, if you got your Google Pub, podcast if you got you know soundcloud and everything out you'll probably be pretty safe in knowing when it's out yeah so that's good uh but yeah you can definitely check it out there i promise there will always be a place for you to either watch or listen to the show in full and the definitely. the clip highlight version is just kind of a youtube twist in our fucking arms yeah but hey, you know what? That's kind of cool too because that means when you listen to the show later, we, we could be saying fucking anything because we know we don't have to <laughs> deal with, with YouTube and stupid commenters. And if you're like listening to the show, that means you must be a hardcore fan. <laughs> uh, what channel is the YouTube live, Sean? Well, you're watching it right now on uh, – oh, sorry. You're probably saying that on Twitch. Fortress that Solitude. That's Matt's channel. Yeah,
1: it's just – it's literally my, my YouTube channel from – I am pretty sure there's links in uh, Twitch for it.
0: Yes, we, we simulcast everyone. Again, if you see that up in the corner there, that's Twitch and YouTube. We try and bring it to as many people as we can. Yeah. Yes, it's not on the Cape Joel channel. It's on Matt's channel, Fortress of Solitude, because he runs the back end of the show. I run the Patreon end and the uploading it everywhere else end of the show. We <laughs> try and split the work as best we can. Yeah. So yeah. So thank you everyone for coming and watching. We really appreciate it. And I guess we'll see you again uh, next week, assuming there's news to talk. Well, actually, it'll be uh, it'll be, it'll be Ant Man next week. We'll have our Ant Man show next week. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, come back next week, everyone. We'll talk about Ant Man. <laughs> it'll be great. I promise. It'll be really great. It'll be cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone. Bye bye. See ya.